Okay, hello everyone. Hi, I'm Javier. And I'm Karen. And together we are the Go, the Go Geeks. Geeks. I love saying that. It always makes me smile. Such a nice reaffirming thing that's, you know, great. So Karen, uh, to get us started today, I have a simple question for you. What do you think about a person that does the bare minimum? Well, Javier, <laughs> if you want the bare minimum to be 37 pieces of flair, why don't you make the bare minimum 37 pieces of flair? 37 pieces of flair. I love it. That's so good. Well, on today's podcast, welcome to Gov Geeks Assemble. Uh, we're going to be talking about going beyond the minimum, volunteering really to make an impact. Welcome back to Gov Geeks Assemble. We have our podcast live every Thursday at 6 o'clock Eastern. It is then released on Monday on uh, YouTube as well as on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services such as SoundCloud. We're very excited about that. I must be hungry. I thought we're going to say apple pie. I know. It's delicious, isn't it? <laughs> Especially as the winter or the, the fall gets a little bit more cold. Yeah, slow down. Fall. <laughs> Oh, yes, I gotta Don't taste it. myself. We're still in pumpkin spice latte season right now, right? <laughs> well, on today's show, we wanna talk about the importance of volunteering and not just like doing the bare minimum in a job in a workplace. Uh, Karen, a couple of our other podcasts, we talked about what it's like for a person just to think that they can show up, do great work, and then someone's gonna magically find them and think, hey, you are senior leadership material, right? Right, right. And again, not that there's anything wrong with that, going in, doing your job. Of course. But if you are looking to move up, these are the strategies that we have found to work. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to focus on. So yeah, it's what more can you be doing to showcase your talents? How can you showcase your talents, your skills, your expertise, your abilities, your all drive. Of your drive? Absolutely. And this is also why it's important in your position to find real like passion about the work that you do. Because if you're really passionate about it, you're going to want to do more of that work. You're going to want to interact with people that are doing that same type of work as well. And then that exposure is then what we have found leads to additional opportunities. Right. And if you find that you're there and you're just not driven and you don't have that common goal and that passion for the mission of the organization, then that might be something where you need to take a step back and determine if that's really the best spot for you to be. Yeah, that, that is such a great point. Because if you're telling yourself, I really don't want to do this, or I really don't like the mission where I'm at, I, I don't want to be you know, a part of all of this stuff. Well, that could be a sign that maybe you need to find something else and perhaps think about some strategies to find what that other thing is. Right. If you're going to, um, what is it? Uh, gosh, where are they? Over in the in the movie in Office Space when he goes to the, I don't want to say ventriloquist. That's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he needs to go hypnotist. to like a hypnotist. Yeah, I was going to say psychotherapist, <laughs> but yeah, hypnotist. Right. If you're going to a hypno hypnotherapist, <laughs> yes, I'm hypnotist. <laughs> if you're going to a hypnotist, and you ask, can you just make me think that I'm not at work all day and I'm on the beach? You know, maybe. <laughs> maybe if I'm fishing all day, you know, I could just realize, man, you know, all day I was fishing rather than work. <laughs> right. Then maybe this might not be for you. 
in a, oh, and by the way, just to be better safe than sorry, we're referencing that classic movie, Office Space, if you had a chance to see that one. Uh, and that really, gosh, you know, the main character in this one, Peter, he just has so much of a challenge figuring out what it is that he wants to do. He was just not really excited about the job and about work. And it really had a devastating impact on his whole life, didn't it? Right, it really did. Yeah. It had him make some bad decisions. Very bad decisions. <laughs> But at the end of the day, uh, when he realized what it is that he wanted to do and what he felt good about doing, then he was really happy and everything like started to click around him in his life. And I think that's the same thing in government, really, when you're in your career and you're excited about the work that you're doing. It's like this idea when you put out more of this positive energy, more of that just comes back to you because you're really excited, you're engaged, people want to be around that. That's good. So we have a couple of strategies for us to talk through on this one. The first one is um, pick up new accomplishments by uh, by volunteering. So Karen, you've you've done many a thing. You've held uh, many a hat at the same time. I don't know how this always turns to me, but okay. Well, go feel free to ask me some of these questions too. But really, I mean, how is it that you were able to find that you had more accomplishments as a result of volunteering for other projects? Well, it's learning something new, which we've talked about before. So oftentimes there are other groups in your organization that need help. And if you have the time and if you're willing to learn, oftentimes they're very willing to take volunteers, to take you know extra hands to help them with something. And that not only gives you an opportunity to, to help another organization and to help them, but it also helps you grow in learning a new skill, establishing new contacts, and eventually helping with your career. Yeah, absolutely. And to these accomplishments, just the more that you can get in front of decision makers or people that can refer you to decision makers, the better off it is. So for instance, if you're in your office space and you have one line of managers that you're working with, so you're able to demonstrate your work that's there. But what if you volunteer outside of that chain and the people in there are able to see all the great things that you can do? Then you're exposed to more people that could have potential impact on your, your career. Right, your exposure is exponential. Yeah, and, and having those accomplishments. So then later on when you're applying for a job, for instance, and they say, uh, do you have any references? Is there anyone that could recommend that you could recommend that we speak with uh, to talk about your accomplishments or what you can do? Then you could say, oh, I worked with this person on this project and this person on that project and had all of these string of successes. And that's the type of person that you really you know, get excited about as a hiring manager, someone that can work well with people, really excited to work on everything. And I love this percentage picture here because really what you're showing is the percentage of an impact that you've had here. And you're checking off all of the boxes. They're really excited about the candidate that has that capability and that potential to do that type of work. Right, absolutely. And I think you even talked about when you have volunteered with different organizations, right. how that has also led to careers. So it's not just volunteering within your organization. It's volunteering, you know, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And oh, I love this picture. So this is a picture of me and our daughter, Jessia. 
Uh, I volunteered to give a presentation for the Hispanic Association of Colleges and Universities, or HAKU. Shout uh, out to HAKU. Shout out to HAKU. <laughs> we very, well, actually, you know, one of the ways that I got introduced to the D.C. area was because of HAKU. That's right. Which then led to our transition here uh, to D.C. overall. Small world. Small world. And that actually is a, a fantastic example about volunteering for things that are outside of our scope or our skill set. I was initially working for the U.S. Attorney's Office in El Paso, Texas, and I was finishing up my undergraduate degree from the University of Texas, El Paso. Go UTEP. Yes. Uh, that, that's the minor pickaxe. <laughs> or hello. Or hello. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought I, I need to broaden my skill set, broaden my horizon, understand really what's out there. I could have stayed there at the U.S. Attorney's Office, but I mm -hmm. thought, you know, what more is there that I can do? So through Haku, I was able to get an internship with the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, EPA. And then that turned You volunteered out, a lot. I did. <laughs> I volunteered a whole lot. There's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what I think we can realize. There's, there's a lot of projects. There's a lot of activities. You just have to make yourself available for them. And if you are working on things that you really care about, it's going to be fun for you. You're going to do more things that bring you fulfillment and joy, which then leads to more fulfillment and joy. Yeah, so that led to my position at the Washington Center. Again, shout out to the Washington Center. And then that, uh, you know, carried me on my career trajectory to where we are today. Yeah, and it's all because you decided to go outside of your your world and outside of your skill set. Yeah, absolutely, which I'm very thankful for. I'm thankful for your support in going through all of that, too. Oh. Yeah, so Karen and I have been married for over 21 years now. Uh, and that was earlier on in our marriage. And I was like, you know, I know that there's a lot of opportunity that's out there. I, I really appreciate your support and helping me you know, think about this path forward for us. You were so supportive of that. Yeah, it was definitely um, not an easy decision, but the right decision. But the right decision, ultimately, yeah. yeah. This is great because now here we are as the Gokies. <laughs> So let's think about that second strategy then. Um, volunteering also allows us the opportunity really to get ahead by demonstrating our skills. So not only are we picking up all of these accomplishments, but we're showing people what our skill sets are, right? Right, yeah, and you know, we talked about learning new skills, but it's also about showing and um, showcasing the skills that you already have. So if you're working on a project and the people there are asking for help with something. And you say, you know what? I know exactly how to tackle this. Let's go ahead and take this widget and do this and you know, make this process more efficient. I mean, that's exactly you know something that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And it's a skill set that you have. You showcase it in a way that is helping them you know, achieve what they want to do. And boom, you have Kill two birds with one stone. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone. Uh, fed three birds with one loaf of bread. Well, oh, these birds. <laughs> Whatever analogy that you like to use. It's really about making this type of a big impact that's available. And, you know, what I love about that example here is that, you know, in your own mind, you can think, it's such a simple thing. I'm good at it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't even think other people need it. Why would they want that? It comes easy to comes me. Easy. It's not a big deal. But for someone else, that could be like, oh my gosh, we really need a person that knows that skill set, that understands how to format pivot tables, how to plan and organize. Do events. macros. Yeah. Because another person trying to do that, it could be the most challenging, daunting thing. Maybe it's something that is consuming a lot of their time or quite honestly, not something that they really like to do. 
So if they're able to allow another person who likes to do that, to do that stuff, then they're happy that they get to do it. The other person's happy that the job gets done. And then the mission is fulfilled because people are doing good work. Right, winning all over the place. Winning, winning, winning. <laughs> oh, this, this is a, a great presentation that I'd given not too long ago at uh, GW, George Washington University, was part of the doctoral program that was in there for a bit. The role of organizations in creating spaces for transformational learning for underrepresented employees. Yeah, that was, it is, isn't it? We tried to think of as many ways to add words to a title <laughs> that we could. That was the challenge. How many <laughs> words can we add to the title of this? But you know, when you when you volunteer to work outside of your, your area and you get more comfortable in that new area, it's just what we talked about earlier, where you're going outside of your comfort zone into a growth zone. And the more you do that, then the larger your comfort zone gets then you have a huge breadth of experiences and accomplishments that you can really refer back to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that part I, I super love. <laughs> so um, we have uh, another tip here. Um, keep building your uh, competencies. Yeah, so not only are you, you know, going outside of your, your comfort zone, but growing in new ways as well. You're picking up new skills that perhaps you didn't have otherwise. Right. Right, which we kind of picked up on the on the first one where you're getting new accomplishments uh, because of all the work that you're doing. So competencies is just you're strengthening what you already have. Right. So let's say you do have a little bit of Excel skills and in this new role you get to use it, but you get to expand upon it even more right. and go into more of the macros and specialized formulas in order to get the job done. And maybe you don't really know that as well, or you know, as well as you did before, but by doing it and learning from another area, you can grow and expand that competency. So that's essentially, you already have the skill, but you're making it even better. But you're making it even better. And that's, I think, really where we learn. And when we're learning something new and something that we care about, something that we're more excited to do. So if you think about like back in your school days, college, graduate school, elementary school, it's the same concept. If you're just you said, like someone reads something to you, okay, maybe you, you kind of get it. If you're showing them like a video, okay, you kind of see that there. But if you're involved in the process, if you're really experiencing what it's like to take something that's theoretical or a concept and apply it and you enjoy it, then you learn more about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, by volunteering, you're getting to learn more skill sets than you would have if you were just doing the same thing day in, day out, right? Right, and it keeps things interesting and it keeps right. you involved and dedicated. Yes, oh, and here's a, a, a great uh, picture here of volunteering, getting out, that's uh, some family members going out volunteering and make a difference. Uh, networking, getting these you know, different things that you can kind of reflect back on. And you know, I have a question for you, Karen. So uh, not only are you learning new skills, but you have a chance to remember these experiences. Mm -hmm. So when you volunteer, and it's something out of the norm that you've done previously, is that something that you remember a little bit more oh. compared to other experiences? Yeah, absolutely. And I think even, you know, with our girls, mm -hmm. right? We did uh, some volunteering a while back when they were a lot younger and we were painting um, a center. Yeah. All together as a family and this was gosh must have been 15 years ago and both of the girls are, remember it you know so it's 
it's definitely something that ties really close to you, to your emotions, because you know you're helping out and you know, you're not expecting anything from it just to help your community yeah. or help someone else who is in need. So there's also that form of volunteering where it's not just about your career or about how you can gain more competencies, but even just helping out uh, another organization or somebody else or your own community. Yep. So you have the value of helping another person, which is always good. You have the benefit of remembering a new experience that is outside of like the, the normal day in, day out activity that you're used to doing. Mm -hmm. You have the chance to really kind of build some additional competencies. You're demonstrating the skill set that you already have uh, there as well. And it's like that's how you kind of build the experiences that are really meaningful for your life because you can reflect back on some things. You know, also as an aside, one of the things that I also love about volunteering, and this isn't one of the, the tips that we have, but it gives you a small taste of what it's like to do that other type of job. Mm -hmm. So you gain an understanding about their perspective, uh, about what it's like to do that type of work. What that team is like. What the team is like, and what their managers are like, what the culture there is like. You know, it's, it's this great idea also that the world around us is malleable. I mean, it's, it's like gold very valuable but it's also if you press it to a certain degree you're able to shape and mold what that is because it's based upon uh your influence and your experience that you have in there in that moment and it's it's rewarding to that degree um because also quite honestly you could decide this isn't for me <laughs> like what if you have it in your mind wow you know i can't wait to do this i'm really excited i've always wanted to do this and then you do it and you realize whoa isn't it better to learn that then rather than later on when you're in the job? Exactly. And that's, you know, in the government, we call those details or yes. TDYs, temporary duties. And you can easily go and do those as well, as long as, of course, you're doing well in your current position and your supervisor approves of it. But it's an easy way to get a taste of what another job would be like. Sure, sure. And it, it kind of reminds me of the television show we were watching not too long ago, but uh, where he's like, oh, I, I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh, Arrested Development? Yeah. yeah so I've made a terrible mistake. I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> so if you want to, um, you know, think about the decisions that you're making ahead of time to see if that uh, is the right decision, it's good to kind of feel things out, test the waters a little bit before you really commit towards something, and that's a great exposure that you can so on to our next tip, uh, which is volunteer at work with professional associations or volunteering in your community. There are lots of places that you can really uh, volunteer for. So you gave an example earlier of where we all got together and we went to the painted facility. Uh, I think it was a homeless shelter uh, in D.C. And, you know, just that experience was just fantastic. But there are other places that we can volunteer uh, as well. So from your understanding, what are some places that we could uh, volunteer? Well, with, you know, the recent election that happened, you can volunteer at polling stations. That's always a great civic duty to volunteer in that aspect. Mm -hmm. You can volunteer with your local uh, city council. Sure. Volunteer there. You can volunteer just within your own community. There's many things that go on, whether it's cleanup, you know, cleaning up the, the roads, cleaning up the parks to help out. Uh, keeping your community beautiful 
So there's there's a lot of different things because communities often need that help, and it's special when the community does it together. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. You can go volunteer, take care of animals, uh, mm -hmm. pets, dogs, and this is a, a great picture of us volunteering when uh, we were out trying to help um, get cats adopted, you know, giving them a little bit of exercise and giving them some comfort and familiarity with their world and those around and them people. and with the people. Exactly. And that makes a big difference for when a family really wants uh, an animal and the animal feels more comfortable around humans, that uh, you know, it would be a good pet. And that increases the likelihood that the little kitty cat would get adopted, <laughs> which is always such a nice thing. So just by volunteering, potentially, you can help save that cat's life. Right. Yeah, which is, when you put it into perspective, that is just a fantastic thing that you really have control and influence over. Right. And do you have any tips on where somebody can look? To identify volunteer opportunities? Boy, do I! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, this is from personal experience as well as what we provide to our clients as part of our coaching relationships as well. Uh, so basically, go to your search engine, Google, things like that, and you type in the profession that you're in or the things that you care about, and then type in the word association or society or membership, things like that. And then you would get a search result that shows organizations, professional societies or professional organizations that are built around what you care about, or what that search is. So uh, I had gone through my master's program, master's of science in administration. I went to Trinity Washington University, where uh, I've also been an adjunct professor for a little over 13 years now. Um, it's amazing how time flies, right? <laughs> and of course, Karen graduated from Trinity as well. So uh, after I had the degree, I was thinking, what more can I do with my time? I was used to going to class all the time and everything. I was a little restless, like I want to put my education to, to work. So uh, I knew that there was a lot of work around uh, business administration, things like that. And I found through a similar Google search, the National Society of Hispanic MBAs, or Nishimba. Uh, and Nishimba was a great organization because they had a national organization and local chapters and I volunteered for a local chapter. And that in turn allowed me to be introduced to a president emeritus of that local chapter, who then recommended me to uh, get a position with Blues Allen Hamilton. And, you know, I wouldn't have known about that if it wasn't for me volunteering. And in fact, it's amazing because Blues Allen Hamilton, Blues Allen, uh, it's one of the top consulting firms in the DC area and honestly in the world, it's done a lot of great things. Um, but it's very tough to get into Booz Allen. Um, but when I applied, because I had this inside connection, if you will, they were able to move me through the application process, and bam, I, I got my position uh, where my client was the uh, home, U.S. Department of Homeland Security. And then that led to a federal position, <laughs> you know, a full-time job. All because of a Google search. Yeah, just because of that Google search. And, you know, I, I was really passionate about the, the work and the activities for the association. And it all started because of the search that I put in because it was about something that I cared about. So, I mean, how hard is it to do a Google search? Uh, fairly easy, even in like two seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And these associations, I mean, they need people who uh, are interested in the subject area, willing to volunteer, do projects, events, some other activities. It just happened to be that those are the things that I honestly cared about as well and was excited to do. And wow. Yeah, it led to a lot of growth. 
pretty exciting, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and easy to get to. Right? A, simple, to get to. a simple way to start. And I think that the bigger thing, you know, both from like leaving El Paso because of an internship or finishing a graduate program and then volunteering for an association, these are things that I guess I didn't have to do. I mean, we don't have to do these things, but by doing them, it leads to fulfillment and other opportunities. And we're not saying that, you know, volunteer and you're guaranteed to get this. <laughs> I mean, it just leads to things that where you're like, huh, interesting how that works. And then that led to this and I met that person because of that and I worked mm -hmm. on this project because of that. Right, and I think the key is deep down, you need to want to volunteer. If your heart's really not in it and you see it as more of a chore, then it's not gonna work out right well. So you still have to have that again, drive, passion for the mission and for what you're working on to be able to do something above the bare minimum. Right. Well, which is why, you know, you're volunteering for things that you actually care about mm -hmm. or things that actually excite you. Right. <laughs> Focusing in on those, I think, are really what's important. So with all that said, uh, now let's go ahead and talk a little bit about questions from the GovGeekdom. All right. Excited for that part. I always like this this part of our, our podcast. Our yeah, show. it's always interesting to hear what questions people have. Yeah. Also, if you're interested in having a question answered by us, uh, please feel free to post or comment on wherever you're seeing this video, if it's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, <laughs> wherever. If you want to send us uh, an email at info at the government, we're happy to, uh, to answer all of your questions. We're going to smoke signal. Yeah, we'll smoke signal. <laughs> we're open to all forms of communication. <laughs> all right, so the first question here, um, my resume isn't perfect yet. Um, do I wait to apply until it's perfect? Uh, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, you want to, of course, follow our formatting and our templates that would be helpful but the longer you wait you could miss out on an opportunity so you want to get it to a good place but don't wait for perfection strive for perfection but don't wait until it's perfect because especially if you're a perfectionist it's never going to be good enough for you right. and you could miss out on an opportunity you could miss out on that opportunity exactly so if you're so focused on it and you think, oh gosh, I really need to make sure that this resume is perfect before I can apply. Mm -hmm. um, and then you miss the application date. Well, it's just like, you're, you're not gonna make it because you didn't take the shot. Right. Do the best that you can, get some nits, and then after that's done, breathe, and then look to the next one. And that's the best thing that you can do. And, and learn from it. And also, if you have the luxury of being able to obtain feedback on your resume, that's a good way to improve upon it. So if you have been throwing out this resume a few times and you're not getting anything, then you want to see, well, what's going on here? You can have somebody take a look at it and provide you some good feedback to maybe help you improve the resume so that next time it'll stick. Or, I mean, gosh, what if you just happen to work with a coach? Funny thought. Funny thought. Well, where, where would I find a coach? Where would you find a coach for government career services? I don't know. <laughs> He's the one wearing a bow tie. <laughs> exactly. Well, both of us, we work together in partnership. <laughs> we have time for one more question. Uh, should I update my private sector resume for a government job? Yes. Absolutely. 
And again, um, if you only have a little bit of time to apply for the job uh, and you're really excited about it, but you know you haven't fully updated the resume, I mean, yeah, put it in. Something is better than nothing. Uh, but if you can take the time focusing on updating your resume towards the specific government sector requirements, then yeah, gosh, go for it. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> so that is it for us uh, this week. Uh, it's just a little bit before 6.30. I uh, wanted to thank everyone for signing up for the GovGeeks Challenge, a 14-day challenge. It kicked off just recently. We're really excited about that. Uh, we have a private group on this where we're sharing posts, information, videos, templates, tools, all of that stuff. We hope to be launching the next one pretty soon. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more, please go to our website, thegovgeeks.com. And also, please feel free, when you're there, to sign up for the GovGeeks community. Uh, not only will you get information about our upcoming videos and events and all of that, but you will also get access to a free course designed around building a government sector resume. There's a great video. Yes, very exciting stuff. You get access to us. We're answering all sorts of questions. There's tools and templates and materials that's available after you sign up. So there you go. Um, that is going beyond the minimum. I'm curious, Karen, what are your thoughts to close out our discussion today? I think the moral of today's lesson is you want to try to go above and beyond. So if you want to think of Buzz Lightyear or like in the clip you saw from, or the image you saw from Office Space, nobody wants the bare minimum. Everybody wants to go beyond, right? How did we get to the moon? By thinking about going beyond. So beyond where we are. And that's how you can rise and succeed. It's a fantastic example about uh, public service as well. You got to look at it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be live next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. This is Gov Geeks Assemble. Level up your 9 to 5 on 9 to 5. Thank you so much for your time. And of course, thank you for your service. Be safe.